This is the Milford Sound with Shaky and Asha. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Milford Sound podcast with Asha and Shaky. Today's guest is Shane Nyan. Shane's a fisherman who's been operating commercially out of Milford Sound and the Fieldland region for the past 20 years or so. We obviously met Shane in Milford through the pub for some late nights on his boat back in the dock, and we get into some great, great chats. It's interesting to have a fisherman's perspective as opposed to just pub and boat people as we've had so far. So enjoy. How you doing, mate? Yeah, pretty good. This is this um, is outstanding. We got there in the end. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't work the first two times. I'm not sure. <laughs> Fucking Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, lad. Mm. Yeah. All right. What time is it over there? We're just coming up to midnight for me. Oh, yep. Sorry about that. Probably just a bit, a bit late. It's all right. We've done um, we've done one this late before. We've gone later. We did the first time we did it. We did um, two in a row, and it was about one o'clock, half one, my time when I finished up. It's been like closer to three some nights by the time I get to bed, but it is what it is. We've we've made the rod for our own backs. Oh yep, okay. We've um <laughs> just just Ashley just mentioned about a tsunami warning. Have you seen that? I mean, you're in oh, it's for the north. Yeah, it's for, for the North Island, I think. Um, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard too much about it, but um, we got one here on the east coast as well. Um, just saying, basically, don't go in the sea. But okay, yeah, it was quite big, I think. But last time we had a tsunami warning for uh, the West Coast that it was only a metre or something, and we had three metre swells anyway. So um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't really so make it, too much difference. So, so it made it better. So, <laughs> so the swells <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Apparently. We didn't notice it anyway. But mm. We were in... One, one time when I was over, we were, we were on the North Island. We were in... Um, it was the Japanese earthquake that time. Oh. Um and uh, we were in Waitangi and um, just camping right on the thing. And everyone was like watching it on the the campsite had like a common area or whatever. And everyone's watching on the telly, getting alerts and people are driving. You can see people's, uh, the lights on people's cars going up the mountain road. There's people like piling up. We didn't move. And it was <laughs> like, ah, Japan, there's hardly going to be a tsunami that's going to get us all the way from Japan. And like, I think it was a meter if even that it went up there was a few boats rattled and i think that was about it but yeah people like properly took off the campsite was like half empty by the time but oh, you would have got like, the best spot yeah exactly we were all right <laughs> <laughs> we weren't waking anyone up while we were drunk which is good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah. a change. so how have you been dude it's been a while oh yeah yeah good yeah just very just at home in the moment we've oh, got a bit going on we're building a house at the moment so is keep that in me, Wanaka? Keep me quiet. Uh, no, I'm in the Alexandra now. Oh, nice. Good spot. Yeah, so just, yeah it's pretty good, eh? Um, yeah. Heaps of mates. So that'd, be the same, and... that'd be the same house that I picked up that um, venison and stuff from for Shaky's wedding. I'm going to get a bell, Shaky. Every time it comes up, I'm going to ring a little bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, different house. No, we're, we're just in a wee rental at the moment where we're building, but we're just sort of building just out out near Clyde um, yeah. 20 acre block out there so it'll be good that's mad for a fisherman you're quite inland <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice there both 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, that is true. So where where does where's the where does the ball be when you're at home? Um, I just sit in Milford. Um, yeah, pretty safe in there. So you drive um, in and out yeah. of Milford then? Yeah, so we try and go for a couple of weeks when we go in, and yeah, yep. Nice man. What's it like in there now? I mean, me, me and Asher, we reckon we left similar time around 2013. Well, it was the end of yeah. 2013. Yeah, it's, it's a bit different with no pub, of course. Um, yeah. And also with COVID, you know, there's hardly anyone left. Um, so it's pretty pretty quiet. Um, yeah, mm. It's a bit sad, really, to be fair. That is sad. And is there, so there, do, are, are many people traveling around New Zealand? Obviously, everyone's staycationing, same over here. But is it, are there, well, no one's allowed to do it over here at the moment, but are people doing it in, in New Zealand? Yeah, they sort of are, but. You know, like I guess a lot of the South Islanders have all been to Melford before, and it's not really something that you need to go mm. multiple times. But um, I don't know. There's still, well, it's the cruise Melford's doing a couple of cruises a day, and um, might have peaked. They've, they've, oh, they've got two boats going and sort of doing up to three or four cruises each, but they're all pretty empty. Um, I don't know how long it can keep going for, really. Oh, that's a shame, man. That's yeah. a shame. And it seemed like a lot of the people that were traveling around locally was obviously like December through January. You know, everyone's got kids back at school, everyone's back at work. So even that's kind of dropped off, eh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. You know, there's barely people on the road. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's very quiet. Mm. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's mad over here. Mad. We're not even allowed, we're not allowed to go anywhere, basically. Not allowed to go see anyone, not allowed. If you want to go exercise or do anything, you got to do it from the house. So you can't go driving anywhere unless you're going to the shop or to pick up medicine or go get your vaccine or something like that. It's it's crazy, but we're just used to it now because it's been like that since March last year. Nearly yeah. just about two weeks shy of it being a year of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Auckland's just gone back into level three at the moment. We're level two at the moment, but um, I think everyone's sort of sick of it. So I don't know. Everyone's just pretty much ignoring it. Uh, yeah, but that's, I think every country's experiencing that now, aren't they? It has got to a point where it's like, we, we can only do so much, only do so much. You can put up your fines as much as you want, but we're stuck. You know what I mean? We are where we are. We're going to do what we can and and stuff. But but anyway, we'll move on from that because that is, this, we'll just go back to some better times. So, um, cause yeah, you, you would have been in and out of Milford quite regularly when we were in there, when me and Asher were the, the guys behind the bar, which was obviously great crack. We were looking at some yeah. photos earlier on, and um, we saw a picture of uh, Briggsy and Sarah, which was absolutely hilarious, which I might actually... <laughs> this isn't great for an audio podcast. Yeah, it's not great for an audio <laughs> podcast, but I want to find it because I want to put it up. But um, what we're talking, what, what reminded me of was... Um, that night we had you, me, and Briggsy sat at the bar drinking um drinking Tullamore Dew. Do you remember that? No, I do actually. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've got a wee <laughs> bottle of it here as well. Oh. As you can, it's not the same one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this cracked me up that did. We smashed the whole bottle between the three of us. But I'm gonna try to share this photograph because it is it is outstanding. Tell me if you can see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a uh, yeah. Who is it? Who is it? Asher? Yeah, we got um, Briggsy, 
Brixie got, and um, he's Sarah got Walker there. Sarah Walker. owns that hat? Yeah, pirates, yellow pirates hat, whoever the pirates are. Full <laughs> <laughs> intricate Heineken down in the paddle on in. We'll pop that up on the on the Facebook page and stuff so people can have a look. I'm sure they won't mind. Sorry, Sarah. And I doubt Briggsy's gonna have heard this, but there we are. <laughs> Briggsy probably won't say it. <laughs> no, I'm sure we'd be all right. But um yeah, I just that we were Look, while well, we were waiting for you to join on there, me and Asher were going through some pictures and that one came off and it just absolutely cracked me up. <laughs> Dude, um, so we go back as far as we can, I suppose. How how long have you been in there, mate? When when was, when did you get in and how did you get involved and, and all that sort of stuff? Oh, it was 20 years ago when I first went to Milford. Um, so yeah, I went and my dad was fishing out of Milford. I went and gave him a hand for, um, oh, for a season. Um I left for a few years after that and probably come back in when I was 26. I've been there commercially cray fishing ever since, really. That's amazing. And there's much change. Did you ever go into Milford oh. by the road first or was your first, like your first experience of going in just by the sea, going into fish? Uh, no, by the road. Uh, the boat was already there. Yeah. So you traveled in. Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I went in there quite a bit as a young kid as well. My dad used to take me in there on school holidays and I'd, I'd, I'd call it working, but I probably wasn't much use on the boat. But um, yeah, we've got photos, yeah, the Mirror Lakes, and yeah, lots of the, you know the lockouts and everything everywhere else on the um, on the Milford Road. Nice, nice. And so your old man was in there for for a long time as well. Then yeah, he he was commercially fishing and farming at the same time, so he used to be in and out quite a bit. God, get himself busy then <laughs> fishing and farming bloody hell <laughs> that's amazing and then yeah so much changed then from when you were first in there like what what do you remember like as has been like some of the big changes um well i guess the fishing's improved a lot uh, back then there's a lot of guys that were struggling to make a living um so yeah there's been a few that have left the industry um yeah i not a lot's changed really. It's sort of a hard industry to get into unless you're born into it. Um, a lot of the skippers are getting older and there's not that many young guys coming through to, to take over. But, um, well, the pubs closed, I guess that's been the biggest change. Yeah, it's, even though the, the staff members change from each company and stuff, it's still the same kind of vibe, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, the the strangest thing every season at the start of every craze season was getting to know everybody again because it was pretty much a whole new whole new staff. You know, every, every, everyone would just leave and yeah, the whole new crew would come in. Um, it was always interesting. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. We were talking to a few people and um, like a few people who've done like, say, four, five, six years in there. Um, working in the cafe and the bar and stuff. Sowry in particular mentioned how like got to a point where she would almost like close herself off because she was like, I can't keep making friends with people and then they just leave and you're just gone and you just left in there waiting for another batch to come in. It's um it's 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 a bit of a, a downer, I suppose, in that sense. But um yeah, so you reckon it, so the fishing's getting easier, but that that is because there's there's less people doing it. Uh no, it's not because it's less, there's probably more quieter coming out of Milford now than there ever was. It's just okay. the um uh, it's just management. Cray 8 committee's done a great job. And uh, the fishing just kept on getting better and better. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just crayfish everywhere. Well, you can't complain about that, can you? <laughs> no, no. 
No, that's great. No, and Stanley how Park. how often are you in there then? Um, so not so much now. Um, oh, I don't know. We we sort of work. We can sort of target the higher prices now. So April May is always good money, and then part of June, then we normally put our pots away, and then don't really start up again till the end of um, August. Try and get the sort of September rush when the prices come up. And into sometimes October is okay, sometimes November is okay, and then just do the rest of the Chinese New Year pretty much in January, February. Oh, um, good, so it's, it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy lifestyle now. Yeah, yeah. And have you, yeah. have you, got, have you got anyone like Paul working with you now? <laughs> no, no, we haven't. Uh, no, we haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, Paul, oh, Paul was great though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can should imagine, have. Um, yeah. I'll send you the uh, the video I've got of the time we put an octopus on his head when he's asleep. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's well earned. <laughs> Brilliant. As far as I know, he's still doing a bit of fishing up in Alaska as well. I think he's up on boats there. Yeah, I hope the big boats with high sides. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that one of the first nights we were down there with him. I wouldn't have been one of the first nights I was down there, but and him falling off, falling between the the boat and the deck, trying to get off was just like you should be trying to help the guy. But even if you even if he was in any sort of trouble, there was so much of him, you would have been no use. You would have not been able to help him <laughs> at all. You would have needed a wench, a crane, whatever, to get the guy out of there. Like one of his shoes floated off, and I thought it was a shark because the thing was so big. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I think he had the record falling off the most times. Uh, I think yeah, three of them. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's great. That's great. So like we, we um, we wanted to do this podcast basically and try and get um, as many sides of Milford, I suppose, different viewpoints of it and and stuff like that. And like you guys have a, a unique view of it. Um. For anyone who, who doesn't, anyone listening who doesn't know what it is you guys do, can you just give it like a brief, brief little breakdown of what, what are your role, like not role, but what is it? You guys are obviously crayfish and stuff, but what exactly does that entail? Um, so we, uh, oh, we've got about a 50 foot cray boat, uh, aluminium boat. Um, and nice. we pretty much get out daily, um, I sometimes stay away at night, might stay up in Big Bay or, or down in one of the other sounds, like George Sound. Um, and we, we sort of work around about 130, 140 pots a day. Um, crayfish is all live and it gets uh, landed into a depot in Milford Sound. Um, from there, it's spum overnight, um, sometimes two nights, and then truck to Tiana where it's graded and packed. And then it uh, gets pretty much put on a plane and flown to China. Um, so China is the the market then, is it? That none of it stay in in New Zealand. Not really. Um, just the Chinese will pay so much for it. Um, yeah, the, the, there's a wee bit of uh, local local grade stuff, like anything that's got too many legs off. Um, it'll get sold mm. in the local market. There's a wee bit. There's a bit from the north on that gets sold up in um, bikes of the Auckland. Um, oh, but, you know they they have a place up there where they. Uh, sell it um, for for the public. Yeah. Um, so the bit goes up there, but yeah, mostly most of it's exported. Yeah, we used to we used to do all right, didn't we, Asha? 
Yeah, and, I was going to say, I was going to bring that up. So when some fishermen would say come in with, with craze to trade for steaks or beers or anything like that, obviously the pub would have been the main hub for that. Do you know if there's anything that's kind of taken on the role for not just that, but where people are meeting up, where people are grabbing a drink and grabbing a feed together when they're off the boats? Um, well, so when they shut the pub, it was probably a good thing. Um, it made us sort of go out and go to parties a bit more. Um, so yeah, just anywhere, like there was always a party somewhere after the pub shut. But, um, it's, I mean, we, we never tried to dry fish. We'd, we'd give it to our friends, just our amateur catch, because we're allowed to do that. Um, and oh, sometimes someone might initiate your beer or something like that, but it was never, it was never a trade. No, no, of course um, not. No, no. No. Just, just, and do you guys now so go to, because we've heard, well, I haven't been there obviously for a while, but Paddle on In seems to be the place where people, uh, people head these days when they're, when they're off. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of parties there, or, or there was quite a few real journeys. Um, um, a lot of the real journey stuff was sort of, I guess, a bit older, probably more my own age. So we used to drink up there a bit, or, Quite often, people would come down the boats, never be down there, which was which was good. Yeah, that, that um, used to be one of my favourite time times. Whenever we take the little trek down there, it was it was always great. It's a bit different, listening to Irish tunes and whatever else we could, and drinking beers through fish heads and all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love it, man. I used to absolutely love it. Yeah, I don't I think I have... whatever. Go on. What's that? Oh, I no, think I might have a photo of you naked sitting at the helm of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if you do, send it over me. Take a picture of a picture, or send if it's a digital picture, send it over me because that sounds great. Sounds right as well. To be fair, to be fair, that was uh, it was one of the most unique pubs I believe in uh, in in the world. I'm actually going to say in the world of all the places I've drank in. Anyway, I don't think anywhere's scratch the surface of of the blue dock back in the day and like did you see a change in the blue dock then from when you went there first to to obviously up to when it closed did things were things like you hear stories of oh you used to get away with a hell of a lot more back in the 90s or the early noughties or whatever it was or even when we were there it would have been like five years ago you could get away with that like was that the truth was it that much different no, I don't think so. I think well, all, all the barmen have been pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've always got away with a fair bit in there and had a lot of fun. Um, mm. Yeah, no, it, just, it never really changed. It was always the same. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's good to know that we didn't drain the fun, Asher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to hear. <laughs> I think we did all right, Paul, to be fair. Paul used to get a bit grumpy, but you give him a hug and you come right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> So, yeah, but he was probably only grumpy because of two things. And one of them was me and him. I remember one time me and him went on the dry. We said, Rob, we need to stop drinking. Like, it's every day, mate. It's after, as soon as we close the pub, we're drinking. It's absolutely ridiculous. We need to stop this every night. So we decided, right, we're going to go three weeks. First, it was a week. Then it was, oh, that's not enough. Two weeks. Anyway, it ended up being three weeks without having a drink. And by the middle of the second week, maybe even earlier, we just hated the sight of, as soon as we heard the door open after 8pm, we were just like, get out. We want to close, get out. <laughs> Someone would order a drink and be like, why are you ordering a drink? So he was probably <laughs> grumpy if he was on the dry. <laughs> or he was just hung over. <laughs> Could be that too. Yeah, yeah we have to Pretty catch good up. chance. We have to uh, catch up with him, actually. We have to try and get him, but he's 
it just seems impossible. I was speaking to Priscilla, his wife, recently. I just messaged the two of them to jump on this. And she said, well, he's lost his login details to Facebook was her excuse. So if that is a lie, Paul, you've now been outed. But, but he just needs to answer it's a, a call. Very believable lie. We'll yeah, exactly. It is. It absolutely is. We can't turn this podcast into a podcast, but well, we can actually turn it into a podcast about Paul. But he, um, like the amount of time it is, the amount of times he would lose something was hilarious. And we're looking for something else. He would find something else. A shoe, a shoe would always go missing, or a set of keys would go missing, and they'd be found in a shoe. It was just. Yeah, he's just absolute, absolute amazing bloke. <laughs> Calamity, but fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, when, when he was on the boat, whenever he'd fall over, would play timber, um, the song timber. <laughs> <laughs> Probably quite often you, over. <laughs> quite often when you fall over and you're playing timber, you get halfway through it and you fall over again and you have to start the song again. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> God, you must have got sick of that song pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got ourselves. Did you, um, because yeah. it was a bit of a thing where you guys, I mean, he obviously worked for you, but um, before that, you asked me loads of times. I don't think I ever went out with you in the end, I was just rubbish at that. But did was it something that happens often where people work in there would go out and, and help out on? I must have done it once. I have a feeling I've done it once, but you go go out and help out on the boats and try not get in the way, I suppose, is the is the main thing. Yeah, we always try and, like, um, anyone that wants to come out, we'll try and take them out and show them what we do. Um, it's quite nice uh, to have somebody else to talk to, too, because, I mean, normally it's just two of us on the boat. It was sick, sick of each other's company. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we take a lot of the, like, oh, Emma and Blake at the lodge, so they'll send down their yeah. workers just to, Coming out for a trip, and yeah, hip flop. Uh, it was great. I I remember now as you were talking, I actually had to get memories back of being out once, and it was definitely with you and um, Morgan. That yeah. I mean, as as mad as Paul was, he was on another level. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. on an absolute other level. But um, yeah, that it was, it, and that was one of the best things about being in Milford, from from my perspective anyway. It was like you could just everyone made sure you got to try out everything that was there basically so like roscoe's crew would take you out kayaking you could go on a cruise with any of the people that were there you know get out with you guys on the boat one of the best things i ever did was when i went out on the i think i mentioned it in an earlier podcast actually where i went out with the they were picking up a pilot off one of the cruise liners that was coming in Oh, then, yeah, I did one or two of those. They were good fun. Yeah. Did, did you do that, James? Was that you guys or was that someone else would take? Because it was a fisherman. It was a fisherman would take us out, I'm sure. Yeah. So Darrington Turner used to have the contract to do it. Um, yeah. There's, um, oh, they've got a pilot boat in there now, but oh, there's no cruises anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah. There won't be for a while yeah. either, which is a shame. But yeah. So they, no. they, actually, they actually had a contract. It was the same guys all the time. Yeah, they yeah they brought brought it on a proper boat. Um, it was pretty. The pilot transfers were pretty hard on on the boats. Um, yeah, by the time was, driving the side of a massive ship. That was an experience. Mm. Like in it, like I remember the first thing that came through the through the door. So you'd, like as you said, the, the the boat would pull up alongside the ginormous fucking cruise ship, and the door would open, and there'd be a guy working for the cruise company there. You'd just be standing there, and all of a sudden. 
a crate of beer will get tossed out. <laughs> then some luggage and then a bloke would, would be out afterwards. <laughs> after I'm sure he'd come up from Stewart Island or wherever. <laughs> it's just always so funny that it was like the crate of beer was the first thing to come out. And then, right, now I can get on board. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty scary driving when you do one. But, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I've only done a couple, but... Um, yeah, I guess it's you mad. It, it's mad they have a pilot in there. I mean, it makes so much sense. There must have been an increase in the number of them, was there? In the number of cruises? Uh, yeah, so uh, it was over a hundred a year coming into Melbourne in the end. I'm not, I'm not sure of the exact numbers, but definitely was over a hundred. Um, and the boats are getting bigger and bigger too. So. Yeah, they are. That's mad. It was. I don't remember it being that high, Asher. Do you? When we were there. I don't think I ever kept count, but they were they were definitely yeah. in there regularly enough that a hundred seems about right. Does it really? I suppose you were on some the some days you'd have two or three in a day. You were on was the boat for the season as well, weren't you? So I yeah. suppose yeah. being so in the pub. Sometimes quite close to them as well. Like if we were um kind of battling it out with one of them for who was going to go next under Stealing Falls. And that wasn't a competition we very often won. <laughs> <laughs> God, I didn't realise there was that many of them in there. That's mad. That is mad. My um, my hometown in, in, in Ireland, the Cove, we get, they're looking at increasing the capacity and they're looking at 100 to 150 a year in there as well, which is, is pretty mad. But I, I don't remember it being that much. I, remember, I obviously just didn't pay attention to anything when I was at work. <laughs> just outside those, outside the doors of the pub. I just like, yeah, whatever. Whatever's happening there. Unless there's a whale, I don't want to know. <laughs> They're probably gone by the time you got out of bed. Jackie. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> it was in work for half three, so out of bed at three. That seems right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I blame Spates and Tullamore Jew. Well, uh, yep, yep, yep. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was good fun. We had some some really good times in there, to be fair. And um, yeah, Asha mentioned it earlier. Actually, I, have, I do have to thank you on air for um, for supplying some incredible feeds for get your bell ready, Asha. Ding 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 for the for the wedding, mate. In twenty eighteen, that was awesome of you. It was a shame you couldn't make it, but yeah. That none of that got wasted. You managed. You was it. You caught us some, some crayfish and some um, fjordland uh, stag or whatever it was. It was just, it was pretty sweet, man. So thank you very much for that. I'm sure Asher enjoyed it as well. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely, I remember cooking that up. I think the day after the wedding, when everyone was a bit seedy, and it went down a treat. Yeah, there's no trouble at all. Anything for a mate. No, it was. It was. It was great. It was great. So yes, you've been you've been you've been in there for some time now. Um, it, is that is that your main work now, or are you you doing other stuff as well? Or no, we just crayfish. Um, well, there's there's sort of a lot that goes on behind the scenes in that that you do from home as well. Now with trying to find quite a little lease, and I guess um, well back when I knew you, I was running my dad's uh, boat, but I've gone out of my own now. So there's there's definitely a lot more. Lot more to do, paperwork was, um, mm. yeah. So no, no, just professional. That's pretty much all I do. And how many, how many guys working for you? No, there's just me and one other. Um, I 
part of the reason for me going out on my own was um, I used to have two crew in my dad's boat because we used to catch a lot more crayfish and it's just just become boring. You're just at the wheel all the time on your own all day and it wasn't wasn't very social. So um, yeah, we downsized and and got my, well got my own boat and yeah, it's more more fun now. You know, you're out there helping on deck as well and doing a bit more work and trying to stay a little bit fitter. That's great, man. That's great. Well, it's class mm. to hear that you are out with your own boat now. How long have you had that? So you've been out of mine for three years now. That's class. Nice. That's cool. class, man. That's class. And you've yeah, since we've since we've left now, you've well, you've started a no family in in in, in Otago yeah. now as well, haven't you, mate? Yeah, I've got a couple of kitties on the ground. Um, so it's nice to have a bit more home time as oh, well. Class. Um yeah. Yeah, the youngest one's only th- three months now, but yeah, that's amazing, no. man. It's, it's, have they been it, out it, on the boat yet? Have you taken them out for a spin? Uh no, they've been in been in the jet boat. Not the youngest one, but uh, yeah. jet boat at home, yeah, but not not the fishing boat yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad. It just cracks me up that how we. How mature you are now. Everyone's <laughs> 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 all grown up. Wives and kids yeah. and sensible. Oh, I've got to spend some time at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But I'm... Um, Nice one for helping out, man. Yeah, technical difficulties. It took us a while to get here, but it, it was great. But um, is there, like of all the years you've been there, is there any memories you have that, that like really, you know, to just like make you, like because you're in there quite regularly, so it's it's a difficult question to ask because we, we normally ask people who have left, would they go back and would they live it all again? And like, what do they think about, like what makes them think about Milford and stuff like that? But like, apart from work and stuff, is there other memories that make you think like, bring back fond memories, I suppose, of Milford Sound? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, and I guess the biggest thing would be the amount of people I've met over the years, like so you, yourself and Asher and, and Paul. Uh, um and the other thing is probably I sort of work re- related a bit, but probably the weather. Um, you know, yeah. some days it can be just beautiful, hot and sunny, and the next day it's the biggest storm you've seen in your life and you're snapping with your aerials off your boat. Hey, it's blown that hard. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I always tell people they've got to go there twice. They've got to, got to see it when it's um, a nice day and they've got to see it when it's a terrible day. And you both are, both are as good as each other. Yeah, it That's is. The, the wet weather is just, it isn't it's spectacular in there, isn't it? It really, really is. No, Maybe. you see the best thunderstorms or the best lightning storms, and, and you'll see the most rain you'll see anywhere else in New Zealand, and, and you might get it, in, you know, a day. Um, yeah. It's measured in meters in there, not inches. So. Yeah, and um, yeah, absolutely. And when you're like, you mustn't get sick of the just the. The view isn't the right word, but like the scenery when you're going in and out of the fjord every day. Like I'm sure there are days where you just want to get it done, but like it must still be as spectacular as as it was the first time you did it. 
Yeah, probably take it for granted a bit, but every now and again you might be a little bit late or a little bit hungover, and the and the sun will be just rising as you as you're heading out the sound, and it'll hit in the right angle, and you'll be looking at a waterfall and just think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and other days you just think I can't wait to get out of this place, but um, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it's been blowing and raining for two weeks straight. But um, yeah, God. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is no, it's wait. just. Go on. Oh, it, it still is spectacular. Like um, the drive-ins is, you know, amazing as well. What you see on the roads, um, yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, it is, and I, it's interesting as well that you mentioned about the people because that is something that's come up with everyone we've spoken to, and it is like even though you guys are in there, you're you're working in your own little way, and you you're in there a lot longer. But it is still like you, you must have met, yeah, you've you'd have met some pretty awesome people in over the years and there's still some of them there now and stuff as well. Yeah, there's, there's a few left. There's, there's, I mean, COVID's been a bit of a disaster, really. It's um, a lot of people have left since then. Like, Real Journeys is uh, pretty much got no one in there. Um, Southern Discoveries has kept a lot of their stuff on, which has been good. There is a rumour that the pub may open back up. Um, oh, that's good. So that's good. First I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've been they've been having the odd night where you can I don't know buy five dollar beers and a pizza. Um, yep. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, it'd be interesting. There's been a lot of people buy houses since they shut that pub, but uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if it reopens, I might have to send out my CV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, get it, get out of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind another year over there doing that madness. <laughs> You got a family yourself now, though, don't you, Shaky? And they need to see New Zealand for what it really is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I oh, know. Sounds they good. Gotta, Let me know when gotta, you're coming. They got to see when they're where their uh, their parents met. <laughs> yep, this is true. Yeah, pretty pretty awesome place. So, um, yeah, cheers, man. Really appreciate um. Really appreciate you uh, joining us. I know I've probably asked heaps of questions, Asha, but is there anything you got for, <laughs> for Shane? I just keep talking. <laughs> I think we've covered most of it. Um, I just have a quick think. We've talked about when you came in. We've gone over a few bits and pieces along the way. Is there yeah. anything that would ever make you put it down and walk away? Oh, no, no. Maybe, maybe if I... Um, got too old to crayfish, I guess, but um, yeah, I can't see me leaving anytime soon. Mm. Mm. So you're in it for life? Well, I think so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, um, good stuff. I, I guess I, I, I kind of yeah. figured that'd be the answer. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's good, it's good, uh, it's a good way of life. It's, um, I don't know, people say you're away from your family a lot, but when you're home, you're you're home 100 percent of the time. You might be home for a mm. week or a week and a half, and you you're not going to work during the day, so you can hang out with your family, or you know, and pick them up after school or candy, or um, and put a bit more time into them that way. So yeah, no, it's a good lifestyle. Mm. And it seems like the people who get into it do just fall in love with it, and it's all they want to do. Like um, to yeah. bring up Briggsy again. He is he still fishing out of there? Uh, sadly, Bridges had a stroke. He's um, not too good at the oh, moment. Oh shit! Oh no way. He, he is. He is recovering. Um, I don't know. He's, he'd be a hard one to kick down. 
Yeah, yeah. His other, yeah. I don't know. He may be back. Um, see. Yeah. But, um, I mean, when we met Briggsy in there, he would have been, what, in his 60s, 70s? And he'd been fishing his whole life out of there. So it kind of seems um, like people do keep at it, eh? Yeah. No, he was up in Greymouth for a long time. He's uh, one of the managers for Westfleet. But he did fish ah, before right. he went and worked for Westfleet. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, he loves it. He loves the people probably more mm. so in the, in the you know, the party and get away from the missus and not get told <laughs> what to do, which we all like. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think he'll be back at some stage, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's great. It's just, I just love the, the memories. It's a simple little one, but of the, the image of you stood at the bar, the bottle of spades, him sat leaning against the wall, Okay, and the the news comes on or or whatever it is, then off of the feed and then back and then it's just like it's just it's a simple little thing, just what you would do. You know what I mean? You go, you go to your local, you stand at the bar, you have a few drinks, you go home, have a feed, go home. But it's just yeah, it's just simple little happy times, man. I used to I love it. Love it so much when I think about it. And yeah, of of, of everyone in there, you you're definitely someone I have some good good memories about and I always have a good little chuckle when I think about some of the the times in there. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And thanks, thanks yes, for joining us, man. Yeah, yeah no, I'm on, pleasure. Yeah, no, good, good to you, aunties. Yeah. Right, well, take it easy, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up again soon, all right? Yep, no, sounds good. Um, all right, take care, Shane. Good to see you, mate. Perfect. Yep, very good. Cheers. 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 And that was Shane. Thanks, Shane. Um, really good to get his perspective of Milford Sound. Some good laughs there. Good chatting to the lad. Um, it's been a while. Um, hopefully, we'll have some people on where we don't mention my wedding every time we do a podcast. That'll be a bit of <laughs> be nice for a change. But um, thanks everyone for listening. It's uh, it's really cool that people are supporting us. And um, we've had some really good support from people so yeah thank you thank you heaps for subscribing and all that sort of stuff so yeah just finish off with the, the usual admin stuff and um, make sure you find us on facebook at uh, the milford sound podcast and instagram at the milford sound uh, you can chuck us an email at the milford sound podcast at gmail.com any questions or anything you have anyone you fancy that you think we should get in touch with to have a chat with that you think would be worth talking to we've got a few more lined up but if there's anyone else you think please just chuck us a message on any of those platforms and um, subscribe review, whatever you're listening to this podcast, chuck us a nice review and yeah, subscribe. So you don't miss out any episodes. And then um, as always a massive thanks to left or right for allowing us to use their uh, song frozen cat off their album buzzy as their intro and outro music. Yeah. Those boys are just the best. The lads, absolutely. The lads, you can find them at uh, left or right dot bandcamp.com it's left or right dot bandcamp dot com yeah get yourself some merch and some albums and yeah check out them you'll find them on facebook and google them to see where they're playing because their live shows are literally the best so uh thanks as always for listening and we will catch you again soon cheers asha bye That was great.